heaven? No. It's Iowa. All right, the Brothers Lane. I am pumped to talk pray with you guys. Stick around. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Where would I go? I'm here to record the pod. I ain't got time to bleed. Uh, oh, I guess we're reciting Predator lines. Um, that's from the original, though, and not Prey. Time to let old Painless out of the bag. Okay, uh, now you're just going greatest hits of uh, former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura. Get to the chopper. Are you guys done? If it bleeds, we can kill it. Okay, well, that one actually fits both. So, uh, but I, I guess, do you have any more? Or are you, or are you, have you run out of steam yet? I'm going to have me some fun and talk prey on the pot of dreams. Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. Maui. Nita. something out there. I'm coming with you. You can't. I'm trying to protect you. Protect me from what? It's time. If you listen, we will pod. Welcome to the Pod of Dreams. Uh, I'm Eric. We got Ben, as usual, and yep. we're joined, a recurring guest, back by popular demand. Peter, my brother, is back on the podcast. Pete, thank you for joining. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. So we're here to talk Prey, the new uh, Predator movie on Hulu. Uh, I guess the reason I picked this movie is I was originally going to pick the original Predator because it's one of my all-time favorites, and I thought I'd ask Pete to join because it's a movie we watch a lot as as kids. And then I watched Prey, and I was like, we got to talk this movie. Uh, so that's that's kind of my rationale. It's a new movie just came out on Hulu, so if you haven't seen it yet, you know, watch it. Um, we're probably going to go through the whole thing. It's not really a, a spoilery kind of movie, but um, just fair warning. It really isn't. It's uh, it's high concept. I mean, going into it, I was pretty sure I knew how it was going to play out, and it did. I don't view that as a problem, by the way, but uh, 
Yeah, there aren't a lot of t- uh, twists and turns throughout this thing. But so, Pete, I asked you to watch this. Mm-hmm. Would you have watched it otherwise? Were you like excited for this movie? Yeah, I mean, I was I was already more or less planning on watching it. I, I wasn't like super, super excited about it. And we can get more into kind of that part of it, too. But but yeah, I mean, I, I was looking forward to it mainly because it did seem different. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, it, you know, there have been a lot of Predator movies over the years. And and like really, I mean, honestly, ever since Predator 2, it's all been kind of pretty downhill, in my opinion. So, so, so yeah, so I mean, I was planning on watching it, but um. Yeah, I enjoyed so, it. Um, I'm going to dive in. So you guys both love the original Predator. That's the movie. I don't know that I've ever sat and watched it beginning to end. I've seen the chunks and the bits. That's and offensive there. to me that you've never all, seen all that All movie. over the place, but it's not a movie I ever like sat down and said, here's the start, here's opening credits, watching it all the way through. And I definitely haven't seen, uh, other than Prey, I haven't seen any of the other ones. Have you guys seen all the Predator movies? Are you Predator diehards, even though you don't, you just said you didn't like a lot of the other ones, Peter? Are you guys fans of the franchise overall? So yeah, I mean, so like, like Eric mentioned, growing up, you know, we we watched Predator a lot, a lot, a I lot. Mean, we I watched, can see that from talking to Eric. That that yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's a movie like, of his alley. I mean, it's one of those movies that I could probably recite off the top of my head all the way through. And um, but we also watched a lot of Predator Two which is, a, you know, again, a very, it's a pretty different movie. But, um, but yeah, I've, 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 up until just a couple weeks ago, I've only seen one, Predator 1, 2, and I think I saw, oh, Predators, the one with Agent Brody. But then I just... 2010, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I watched Alien vs. Predator 1 and 2, and then The Predator, and then Prey. So, so the 2018 one you haven't seen, Peter. No, I've I've seen all of them now. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So there's those four plus the Alien versus Predator plus Prey. Okay. Yeah, and I, I've definitely seen all of them, at, you know, at least once. Um, I did rewatch Predators, the Pred- Predators, Predators. It sounds <laughs> weird to say it like that. The Adrian Brody one. I did rewatch that over the weekend, and I rewatched the original. I we don't need to talk about the original Predator too much, but like, I think that's a perfect, like, literally a flawless movie. Um, as far as action goes, like Ben, I know you love Fury Road, and I think we we'll talk about that a lot because I think that movie influenced Prey quite a bit. But like, I think Predator is like literally like the the perfect example. It's like the plutonic ideal of an action movie, as far as I'm concerned, and it, it does what I think Prey does really well, which is like it doesn't even need the Predator. Like the first Predator movie works without the Predator completely. The Predator is like the the cherry on top of this Sunday. Because that movie is like this awesome, like military, basically mission that they have to go in and save. What they think a rescue mission, it ends up being more than that because sure. of like CIA bullshit. And then all of a sudden they encounter this like alien that's hunting them, which is just an insane plot. And like Prey is very similar to it. It's about this girl who's hunting in her tribe. She's trying to prove her worth. And then all of a sudden she comes on this alien that's hunting her. So like, I think both those movies do that premise really well where it doesn't rely on the predator, but the predator adds so much to the story. I don't think the other movies do that. Well, I mean, predator two works is, it's okay. It's kind of funny and it's ridiculous, but the the other ones just, for whatever reason, they just kind of fall apart. Okay. So, I don't remember the first Predator well enough. I'll take your word for that, but I think I know what you're saying because the background, the the solid backbone of Prey is you have a really strong character setting, you know, character arc 
uh, you have a woman who wants to prove herself as a hunter um, in 1721 or whatever. And the characters are really compelling before we see the predator. We're rooting for the character. um, And there's just a real sense of time and place and setting that works really, really well. Before you get involved with the predator, so I, like like when the movie starts, like I would watch a movie about this tribe, like you know I I think have you seen the movie Apocalypto? Either of you guys, the Mel Gibson oh, yeah. movie, I have, yeah, like sure. I love that movie. That's just you're just watching these native people and you know the the things they encounter, like it's great. Like a uh, Revenant's a movie I love too. I know people don't love that movie so much, but I I love that movie. And this movie reminded me of Revenant a lot too. Like I just find that world so interesting, and and I think this movie jumps into it really well. Yeah, it does. I mean, if this were instead she's like just hunting bears and mountain lions, um, or maybe encounters like another tribe or something. It, yeah, that would still be really compelling and fun to watch. I mean, I think I'm with you on that. Well, and and one of the one of the interesting things too that separates prey from the first predator movie and really any of the other predator movies is where well i guess it's kind of similar to, well i was going to say it was kind of similar to predator 2 but that's I, I take that back is that prey prey really is essentially a, a hero's journey story like it's about you know someone out trying to prove their worth for themselves and for their tribe and then you know in the end accomplishing that goal whereas like the first predator is really just more about these like showing that there are these guys who are like the badasses toughest That's right they're seals right they're navy seals the navy seals like these guys yeah. are the elite of elite right like nothing can beat them and then and then the movie is them just slowly getting picked off one by one to show you how powerful this creature is from outer space right mm-hmm. so it's like kind of this creature creature you know, creature monster movie. And then Predator 2 is kind of somewhat similar where Danny Glover is, but he's already there to establish like he's this badass guy that's kind of just stuck in this situation where he, you know, it's the urban jungle, right? So that's like kind of ties those two things. And then there's, you know, the wonderful Gary Busey who, you know, should be in every movie, really. Bill Paxton's insane in that movie too, right? Isn't he one of the cops? Yeah. Well, I just watched it recently. He's kind of offensive in it. And like, it's Bill Paxton, so it's kind of hard to hate the guy, but um, they're a little bit sexist things, but, you know. So you're saying a little antiquated some of the stuff yeah. in Predator 2 that doesn't hold up so well. Again, yeah. I've not seen it, so I'll defer to the Brothers Lane. <laughs> so I guess since we're talking, Pete, do you want to rank, quick rank the Predator movie? Since, you you know, you've recently rewatched the Alien versus Predators. Do you have a, a official rankings? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Predator, the first one, is the best. And I, I've, you know me, I've always really liked Predator 2. And I just recently watched it again. And I still really like that movie for all its flaws and silliness. And, um, But yeah, I'd probably put Prey maybe third, to be honest. I, so, so my quick, so I, I really enjoyed Prey, but I, I didn't feel it really did. It, it didn't do more than, like, I expected it to do more. I guess like with the idea, but then again, I don't know. It's, it's, it's still just a monster from space. So I, I see. Know. I like how little they did with the idea. I liked how taut and tight and narrow the focus was. I don't, yeah. I don't care about the predator lore. I don't want to know more about their planet. I don't care. Yep. Aliens coming and hunting and I can kind of infer and make some guesses, right? It, it wants to show how tough it is. It, it lets some animals get some licks. It's a monster. Even, yeah, it's just it's a monster. But, but it's got yeah. a, it's got a weird ethic, right? It does have its own cult moral code, so to speak. It doesn't just want to murder the weakest things. It wants to show how tough it is, and it 
you know, once people have weapons or whatever and tries to use the least amount yeah. of technology it can to win, right? I mean, it fights the wolf barehanded and it's trying to just be really tough and strong. But it's fine. I don't need more. I don't care. I, I, you know, I don't care about a war with the aliens. I don't care about how many there are. I've seen the shot from uh, Predator 2 where there's like several of them becoming uncamouflaged. Like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know what their motivation well, is. We can talk about that, that scene because that's a direct tie into this movie. The, uh, the, the gun, final, right? The gun, I, yeah. I looked that up afterwards, yeah. it, which is, it was fine. But I liked how tight it was. It made me enjoy it a lot more because I don't care about the war. I'm not invested in predators as a concept. And that is usually, at least based off the movies that we're, we've, we've been given, that is when it works the best, is when you are given the, le- the least, you know, you know nothing. All you know is just that there is this alien monster out there, and it's terrifying, and it's nearly invulnerable, and like... You know, it's you have to just rely on your own wits to survive. So that's like, like, yeah, watching the other Alien versus Predator movies and like Predators, I guess, is okay with Adrian Brody that one, that one, but that's just kind of more of a remake. But like, man, the, the Predator, complete garbage. So, yeah, and that's that that is Black a one, right? I was gonna say that's the Shane Black, yeah, oh man, his movie, yeah, because he's in the original Predator, right? He did he did he didn't write the original one. He gets is that yeah. credited as a script doctor, um, I think, or uncredited, like he did some yeah. tweaks to the script or something. Yeah. But but he he's the first it. guy to die, right? In the yep. first Predator. Yep. See, I see. I like I said, I rewatched Predators, the Adrian Brody one. Like that movie does. I think what this movie does well, it just starts like you're just there. Like that movie starts with Adrian Brody just like falling from the air, and he just lands in this. Where he doesn't know where jungle, he doesn't know where he is. They're just like in these boxes, right? That like just get parachuted in or something. Like yeah, that. he's just he wakes up parachuting from the air, and then he lands, oh. and all of these other people are there, and they don't know where they are. And eventually, they walk to the like edge of the thing, and they can see there's like three moons and two suns, and they're like, "Oh, holy shit, we're not on Earth! Like this is some planet." And it turns out they were just brought there by the predators to hunt them, and that's when the movie kind of I think falls apart. Oh. But that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like, I mean, this, Prey, this doesn't have any of that. We, it we doesn't meet, have any of that. We meet yeah, the yeah. character first. We occasionally get a little bit of hinting. We see the predator gets dropped off. We mm-hmm. see him murders a snake, a wolf. Eventually, they interact with the bear. And you don't need to know anything about it to get the thrill. I mean, it's two hunters squaring off, ultimately. It's the, hunter versus hunter. The bear scene. Like, I, I really liked this movie. And then the bear scene happened. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Piece. I fucking love this. Okay. Like. When that happens, he literally picks the bear up, and blood just pours on him. It's it's incredible. I loved that scene, the whole part with the bear, because I actually thought it was really tense when she shoots the arrow. Like I said, I would watch a movie of just her hunting a bear for like right. that to me would be an awesome movie. And then all of a sudden, a predator gets up in the mix, and and then it just it's off from there. But and I did like too. They like you mentioned the hunting part. The predator is hunting. Like I, I, I like the build up to to him hunting the bear. Essentially, like smaller, you know, than the wolf, and then the you know what I mean. So yeah. kind of established like it was learning along the way too, working its way I, up the food chain. Sure. I had that question. So so that's what you're led. You're confirming it. You're led to believe that the he's actually hunting the bear, right? Like because he's tracking it with her. You know, she looks at the track. She's kind of following it because she wanted to kill the bear to prove her where right. she, she didn't kill the mountain lion, even though she wounded it. And she was hidden. Like, that was her whole, like, she was hidden most of that whole 
sequence. Like she was never really out in the open. I think if I remember right. So. And then after the predator kills the bear, then he, he starts hunting her. Right. Well then is it then, well, he's not hunting. He doesn't start hunting her right away, but then there's the attack like where he, where the other members of the tribe, like attack him right and then that like, isn't that the part where like soon thereafter he like that's when he kills five or six of them or something i think i could be mixing that up well so you know i mean she escapes and i don't think the predator is actively hunting her she goes she yeah. gets out of the beaver dam right because she hides in the beaver dam yep. to get away from the bear she sees yep. she sees the predator she swims knows. away yeah she swims away and it doesn't seem to call like it sees her but it doesn't start hunting and it goes oh there's something else to hunt a different animal to hunt human and then he tracks the group. She gets, you know, um, captured basically by her own tribe because they're like, you need to come back, uh, you know, by order of your brother or whatever. She fights the tribe, fails. She gets tied up. And then it starts to hunt that group. Um, then it, And that scene is incredible, too, where the, the, you know, the rest of the Comanche, like, was there something there? And the guy shoots an arrow and then you see it kind of reappear and just tear those guys apart. It's, I think it's incredible. Um what one of the criticisms I've read of this movie is like, and I don't I I think this is a stupid criticism, but it had me thinking a little bit that like, so this is a movie about like a hundred pound girl taking out a predator. Like, oh, is geez. that a little like? Okay, I no, I think so it's stupid because that's the so point of the movie. That's the, the point of it. So we see early on, she is disrespected because she has these other skills. She knows medicine, for example. She's really smart. It establishes early on that she knows she's, she, she's great at tracking. She has all these other skills. They just don't think she can actually hunt. And we see her. She kind of hesitates. They're, they're kind of right that she's a little anxious about pulling the trigger. She can't quite get the timing right. You but know, a lot smart. of the time she gets interrupted, right? She's about to kill. She would have killed the lion, and then she hears the predator. And then she falls and, you know, she still hits the line with an arrow. She does. She, she has, hesitates, but she's there. She kind of starts to overcome her fear. We see her slowly start to overcome her fear. She's smart that we see her with the hatchet, right? She's like, oh, if I put a rope to it, I can pull it back. I love that scene. She starts whipping it back and forth. I can get, I can get cool. more. She's smart. And she learns. She almost drowns in the uh, quicksand or whatever. But she learns. She understands how to, like, do that medicine that lowers your body temperature so that she can't be tracked. She sees and notices things that nobody else in the movie notices. And she uses her smarts, not her strength. She doesn't, like, beat the Predator in a wrestling match. She doesn't punch his head off. She doesn't wrestle it or hardly ever deals it, like, direct one-on-one combat. There's a little bit of that in the end. A little, sure. Like when she jumps off the tree and whacks it, which is an incredible shot. I love that shot. She surprises him, though. I mean, she's using using the terrain, her knowledge of the terrain, to her advantage. And she's intelligent. She beats it with smarts, not so much with strength. I think the yeah. smarts are what matters. She learned the technology. She says, oh, this is a tracking system. Those three dots, it's going to shoot it where those three dots are pointing. She understands better than anybody else. She's the first one that noticed that there's a predator. That's why she wins. That's why the movie works. And the predator seems to continually underestimate her. That's also part of it, just like her drive underestimates. I mean, the writing is really taut and good. I mean, I think it all works. So, I, yeah, I think that's a, a – if you're like only a beefy Navy SEAL could beat – a predator? Well, mm-hmm. I disagree. And again, the predator has its own code of ethics. It's not just trying to kill. They're not. They could shoot us from space. You know, if they just wanted to murder humans, it's about the game. It's about proving their dominance or getting trophies in a way that's fun. Like some people would want to like murder a lion that's tied down. But if you're like a real hunter, you might want to hunt a lion and see if it might murder you. And that's part of the thrill and the excitement. Can you best a lion in a hunt or whatever? You know, and that's what the predator's doing. So anyway. 
which and, I, that's why I love it. And I think it, like the, the, the series and, and, you know, the series needed that kind of a, uh, a change because as the movie's gone along, the, the suspense of the predator has almost like completely dissipated. Like it's, it's almost non-existent by, you know, by, I know I'm, I'm bringing up the predator again, but like by that, by that movie, it's, it's, it's just kind of silly. Like it's just this big, silly thing walking around and it's kind of funny. So what, you know, the prey did is it kind of re rebooted all that, but, and by, giving it a female lead whose whole the whole her whole journey of the movie is to learn adapt figure out you know like her wits her smarts are what gets her her victory in the end like that really helped reboot the suspense that the first movie kind of established is like that whole f the, the fear of this monster coming after you like where you have to rely on your your wits and all that stuff so it that it, that i yeah i mean it did a really good job of 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 Re redoing all of that stuff, like recapturing that feeling of the first movie. Um, and a lot of the cinematography and stuff too, like you, Eric, you mentioned the bear, um, like some of the sh shots where it's like fog out, like the foggy shots and stuff like that, where she's captured. I mean, a lot of that really is, was really cool. Like how they probably introduced the predator and, and how he'd show up, you know, like he just kind of appear and disappear, you know? Yeah. So as more knowledgeable with Predator than me. Does the Predator is unable to stop the clicking sound that it makes? <laughs> that like insectoid sound? Is it involuntary? It's a good question. It's a cool, it's a cool I don't sound. think I we can answer cool. that. It sounds cool, but I'm like, why is it why is it making that sound? It's In really some weird. of the movies it can mimic a human voice. You know, yeah. like it, it can kind of learn to to you know, the laughing from the first one, ha, 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 ha. Like, it, it's, sort of, it's like maybe mimicking nature when it does that. I don't know. Is that I, – I can't explain why it makes that sound other than it sounds cool. Okay. Well, and what, is, what is the line the Predator mimics, like, for Dutch – not Dutch, but um, uh, what is the line in the first movie where it's – When he stabs the scorpion. Yeah, and he's like uh, – uh, I mean, Anytime, of, anytime, right? But I think all I can think in Predator 2, I don't keep bringing up Predator 2. <laughs> it's really an excellent movie, you guys. But anyways, no. In Predator 2, the, I want some candy. Like, I remember, I, I always remember that part. Danny Glover's at a funeral. His his partner just got killed by the Predator. And, uh, and the Predator's, like, in, in the tree or whatever. And a kid walks up to... The Predator sees him, and he has, like, a little toy gun. So you think, oh, the Predator's going to kill the kid. Um, but the kid goes, he wants some candy. And then it cuts to Danny Glover seeing the predator and the predator repeats that line, but it's all creepy. And so anyways, yeah. Okay. So, uh, great dog stuff in this movie. I, I really liked the, the dog trope where she has her dog that runs around That's and awesome. helps, helps her. I did I actually heard Trackenberg, the director, um, talk about, uh, Mad Max uh, Road Warrior, you know, with the dog, that that was like a big influence on him when he made this movie. Um, so yeah, I, great great dog performance. I, it may not be CG and a lot of that, but I thought it was great. I can't remember. Does the dog the dog lives right, or does? Yeah, okay. I believe so. because yeah. it gets like the predator hits it, and then it kind of runs off. I I, I couldn't remember kind of what happened at the very end, but I think yeah, the dog lives. So I think people would hate the movie if the dog died i, I yeah. think they would like it a lot less um it'd be pretty <laughs> tough but i mean one of the see and there's this whole ethic of hunting that 
she and the predator have this like bond because then we get the uh you know french settlers i think it's french whatever country yeah. they were from like yeah. slaughtering the buffaloes it's not overt it does it's not the main point of the movie even but they slaughtered all those buffaloes See, they're exploiting the buffaloes they're not really hunting them it's not us versus a buffalo um but isn't that uh, don't don't the settlers and the predator have that in common that, that's what I was thinking. Is there, are they trying to say that like that's kind of like what the predator does? Because he just kills things and rips the skull out. He doesn't eat them. He, yeah. He's just killing it for sport, just like they were killing, ripping off for the the fur. Like I, I, I see this the other way. I see that the two hunters respected each other, and she understood predator because he was a hunter. They couldn't understand predator because they saw him as either an animal or just another like capitalistic sort of thing. Because they. They weren't hunting for sport. They were taking whatever they needed to take from a buffalo to sell the pelts or whatever. I I don't know what was most just valuable. like the predators get the skull from the wolf. He doesn't. So he doesn't want it. Trophy. They're, so the the capitalists aren't taking those there and hanging them at their house and saying, "Look at all these buffalo you They're going to sell them." Whereas I don't think the predators are selling the skulls. These are personal <laughs> trophies. They're like maybe. a hunter who wants to bring them back to their room and say, "Maybe there's Look like at all a, these animals that I murdered." A big market on the predator planet where they <laughs> sell the skulls. I read that a different way. I mean, I, I view it as the, the the hunter's bond. She understands him, and he kind of understands her. How do the stuff. how do the predators make money? Do they? These are questions I don't ever want answered. I don't care. <laughs> one one human skull is worth ten schmeckles. That's, that's probably yeah. <laughs> they have these really nice spaceships. Who pays for that stuff? Yeah, I don't care. The queen predator sending them off on their journey. I guess I assume it's some rite of passage, it, Klingon sort of thing, where you have to go to a foreign planet. And I also saw something that was I thought was kind of funny. Is like, all right, so is this the first time predators come to Earth? Like, is that we don't know that? I suppose that's an unanswered question. I hope but like, not. This predator gets his ass kicked. And then they send more predators, and those predators get their ass kicked. Like, why do they keep sending these fucking predators to Earth? They just keep getting killed. Like, I just assume stop. That there are several that that succeed, and we just don't see them because people just don't want to see a movie where a predator comes and murders all the people and leaves. Um, but to me, this is this is the way. I, I want more of this kind of movie. Give me, you know, ancient Romans, and they're like, oh, it's the god of Mars sent to test us for our military might. Give me a black battalion in the Civil War having to fight a predator. I mean, give me, pick an era of history, set, give me a predator, set it in that era of history. That's what I want. Those are the movies I want to see. Feudal Japan, make it happen. Sure, yes. Samurais, fuck I, yes. I just, Samurais I just samurai yes. has yeah, to prove his worth by defeating uh, a predator. You yes, basically throw- make seven samurai and throw a fucking predator in it. Yeah, throw some ninja. Sure. You got your movie, man. Pick you it. One ninja guy who was like super good, faces off against the predator by himself. Obviously, he loses, he can't win because the samurai has to win, obviously. But well, sure. yeah, it happened. No, that's see, that's that's those are what I want to see. Give and give me a different director. I mean, if Dan Trachtenberg wants to come back, fine. But I like the idea of like just give it to a different director. Let's Mission Impossible this. Pick an era of history, write a nice tight script, and you're off. Give me the next Predator movie. Trackenberg's kind of an interesting... So he's only ever directed one other movie, that 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I think... Didn't that also go straight to streaming? Was that like a Netflix movie? Was that I don't in think the that was, Cloverfield like giant yeah. monster universe thing? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was just... Um, I can't remember the actor's name. The, the uh, woman from um, Scott Pilgrim, she's just like kidnapped by... Uh, who's the guy that... Uh, who is it? John Goodman. John Goodman kidnaps her 
and he's they're in a bunker and hiding out and he keeps telling them there's a monster like destroying the planet and they, they don't believe him and she ends up getting out and there is a monster but yeah it's the cloverfield monster um oh. but it's mostly just like a kidnap movie there's this woman that's been kidnapped uh and i liked it it was pretty good but he hasn't made another movie bef- before or after and then until he made this I think he's a, I think this movie is really well made. Like oh, that was the thing that I was blown away There's with. There's no fat on it. It's like an hour 40 and it just gets yeah. right into it. It's The action is incredible. I think the the well like done. fighting, the predator fighting action. There's a there's also a video going out of like the the practical mask of like the guy in the mask and what he looked like and they did enhance it a bit with CG, but like it looks really cool like the practical version of the predator. Yeah. I thought the effects were I mean the there were times where it seemed to lean a little bit more CGI with like the animals, and I don't, I just don't. Yeah, love the that. bear was full CG. Yeah, it, it didn't like you like that scene, but to me, I, oh, I CG loved it. took me way out of it, um, so it was less cool. Um, the uh, the part where the bear was like running through the water that looked a bit iffy, but that's always hard CGI animals. Yeah, there's no other way to do it. But. Water, but that's another thing. Like this movie, why wasn't it in the movie theater? Like this would have been a cool movie theater movie. Instead, you know, I mean, I have a nice setup at home, but like it would have been a lot cooler in the theater. Yeah, sure. It's just kind of an odd thing. But wasn't this? Didn't they say like this was Hulu's biggest? movie ever or oh something. yeah yeah they're the most streams they've ever had from a movie yeah. so and, and the conversation is like we're talking about it and we, we obviously set the tone of the world when we talk about a movie <laughs> yeah a great central performance too by um the mid thunder and i say her I last so. yeah. yeah she's uh great i mean so, right ever since it was excellent uh, and it is I did rewatch a bit of the Comanche version. So on Hulu, you can select the extras, and it's like a version where they just speak Comanche. It doesn't work because it's clearly dubbed over the English version. Yeah, so see, like, yeah, it just didn't work for me. But I like the idea. They, they didn't have to do that. I like the idea that they tried that. Sure, because if it was actually in Comanche, I would have liked it better. If the whole right. thing was the movie starts and it's the, she's speaking in Comanche, and then it's like we switch over to English for your benefit, you know, as an audience. Because there are times where they say words that I'm like, okay, this uh, there would have been a different way to say this in Comanche that uh, didn't quite like land. Like this feels a little too modern, but otherwise known as the Red October Hunt for Red October effect, oh, or the Thirteenth Warrior effect. I listened. Eric, we we talked about this. There is no mentioning of the Thirteenth Warrior anymore. We've, we've <laughs> I gone. I love that movie. <laughs> is that Antonio Banderas. Yes. Who plays a? Uh, um, uh, isn't he Arabic or something? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. John McTiernan, right? Who also directed the first Predator. And th- oh, oh my! No, and Die Hard. And, and Die Hard. Yeah. Look at that connection right there. Yeah. Mike. <laughs> So Eric, I mean, here, uh, since we're all kind of this on the love train here for Prey, and I, I you know, there's, uh, I'm running out of superlatives. Uh, you said Predator is the platonic ideal of an action movie. Is it better than Die Hard, the first one? Yeah, that's like apples and oranges. But don't I mean, make me, don't make me pick between my kids, Ben. <laughs> okay. I just want to know how how there, much you'd go to bat for Predator. They're they're both highly highly watchable movies. Like sure. You know, they're movies that are are just, they don't get old. You know what I mean? Back-to-back so. back years, that guy made those two movies. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I, I, I uh, God, Predator's a movie I want to, like, sit and watch the whole thing. Whereas, like, Die Hard, it's a movie I could just have on and just 
you know, pop in and pop out, and I'm fine with that. I don't know. I don't know if that makes one, me like one more over the other. They're both perfect. Okay. I also want to add, though, that um, John McTiernan also directed Rollerball, the 2002 movie, um, starring LL Cool J. That has no reference to anything other than John McTiernan directed that terrible, terrible movie. So never seen it. Yeah, I don't know what he did that was good after Die Hard with a Vengeance. I, I mean, I, if you find something on his rollerball, that's what I'm getting but at. Can we yeah. get Can we get Trackenberg maybe a Marvel movie? Can we get him to do? I give think him he... something better than a Marvel movie. If you want somebody to actually be a good director, why give them a Marvel movie? Why? Because we need some better Marvel movies. That's, that's, why. that's not a choice. It doesn't matter how good of a director you are. You don't have a choice. It has to go through the Marvel machine. Any of your personality is going to get ironed out. Maybe little bits will seep through. Maybe a little bit. That's it. Come on. Let's not force people to do well, this. What did they do with movies. a Predator movie? They just let him cook? They let him do whatever he wanted? I, it, I, this looks like a movie that somebody is exactly the movie somebody wanted to make to me. Actually, it wasn't compromised did, at all. He, he had pitched a, a movie like this, and you know, a movie set with Native Americans, and then somehow he got involved in like pitching predator and he just sort of took that story and was like i'll just throw a predator in it and it it, i think honestly i think that's the way to do it is like you need a great movie and then you just need a predator like yeah that's it that's history pirate a pirate predator somebody marvel movie with the predator let's do let's do it fantastic four throwing a predator pg-13 predator no No. violence it's got to be rated r well then it's not gonna be it's not gonna be marvel then are you saying apocalypse now needed predator in it yes was- <laughs> godfather throw a predator, predator in it. <laughs> uh, so anyways we're talking about rollerball right <laughs> so yeah we mentioned the pistol bit so she gets she gets taught how to shoot a gun by one of the french guys who got his leg chopped off right and uh he shoot he teaches her how to shoot this pistol and it ends up being like she used didn't she use it to shoot his helmet off that's how she uses the pistol. Yeah, so he loses some of his technological advantage. And yeah. then she she realized that the helmet was the guiding system for the laser thing, and she kind of tricks it and has it hit him. But so it, in Predator 2, which Peter is Pete's all-time favorite movie, sure. um, Dan, at the end of the movie when Danny Glover, after he kills the Predator, all of the other Predators reveal themselves, and then they kind of take the dead one off. It chucks him the pistol, and it's supposed to be the same pistol. I think even the engraving is the same on it. I think that's kind of a nice little touch. How no? did they get it back? Uh, that, uh, it's a good question. Because she has it, right? Or maybe no, they she... come back and kill her. Yeah, it's, it's going to be Prey 2. It's going to be all about the pistol and Prey 2. That's going to be the MacGuffin. <laughs> But yeah, it doesn't because they because she doesn't hold on to it. I think she doesn't. She give it to somebody or something. Um, she gives it to like her parents. I thought like she presents it to her parents like this is coming. And there's this era aura aura of doom at the end, which I really like. I mean, it's 1721. We know what's coming for the native people over the next couple hundred years. And even though she's a badass, I mean, these people are badasses. Apocalypto the does that really well, the too. The smallpox are coming over, yeah. and they're about to, I mean... Wipe them out. It's yeah. sad. It's really sad, right? I mean, there's the, the, despite the fact that she does this awesome thing. Well, um, Christopher Columbus has already been there, right? I mean, we're, we're well past that. 
yeah but like the the what seventeen seventy six? Like all that's. I mean, that's I mean, all. They're going to start moving west pretty aggressively of... in the next hundred years. You know, so this, this do is we know where place. this is supposed to be? So a great piece. I see in the Midwest somewhere. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody uh, who understands what you know Great Plains means in seventeen twenty one, but yeah, I, I think it. That. I forget. Yeah, I'd have to. I, but it's the Comanche. That's the the tribe or the group or whatever. They were yeah. They were in Missouri or you know whatever sure, that that would, that part would, of Iowa. Maybe maybe this takes place in Iowa. Could be could be Kansas. Um, here I'm going to use my computer to sound less ignorant. Um, so uh. But 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 they would have known white who white people were. I mean, it's not like this is the first time they've seen white right, people. Right, but they're about to just be dwindled and forced to go to specific areas sure. where white people tell them they get to leave, and yeah. much of their history is going to be wiped out and eradicated. That part, yeah, of the Trail of Tears is coming, and they can they can keep going west for a while. Eventually, that's just not going to happen. You know, once the you know American Revolution, and then people just start needing more and more territories, it's just going to be um, you know. Maybe maybe you're living right now where the predator fought the Comanches. No, so it's not me. Um, in the 18th and 19th century, Comanches lived in most of present-day northwestern Texas and adjacent areas in eastern New Mexico, southeastern Colorado, southwestern Kansas, western Oklahoma, and northern um, Oklahoma. That's oh yeah, okay. So that's where it is, and for for a while they're sa- like she's going to be able to live a full life and die, but you know her grandkids or whatever are going to be screwed. Um, that's to me that anyway, I like that this historical weight is added to the, all the predator stuff um, that's there. It's not overt. It's not the point necessarily, but it still hangs like an ominous cloud over the movie. So anyway, that's another reason why I like it. Sorry. Well, uh, should we move on and just give a rating? You give just a number value to how, how you liked this movie. Pete, as the guest, would you like to jump in? Sure. So what what's the rating out of again? It's five five stars. Five five human skulls out of five yeah, five predator <laughs> skulls. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I, I'd give it a full five. Um, I, I mean, again, I really I did really enjoy it, and like I said, I mean, it's 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 a nice breath of fresh air for the franchise. Um, and boy, is it so much better than the Predator, which was the last one. Um, Say your I mean, bit about the Predator. What was the, wasn't there a funny bit oh, in oh. the Predator? <laughs> yeah, so it's so dumb. Like, so in the Predator, right? Besides this, the complete childish dialogue and um, and the nonsensical plot and the completely boring protagonist. Were, wasn't there some sort? Of, weren't they trying to take the genes from the Predator or something like that? Yeah, something like. Well, uh, so I looked up the plot of this and I got confused. So I'm probably not getting all. But on Wikipedia, the Predators wanted our genes. Okay. And because this is the most recent one, like in the because of global warming, they're going to start losing the ability <laughs> to access humans. So they have to try to get our genes. And I saw yeah. there's like three different kinds of predators. And there's like uh, a super predator in it. It's, yeah, there's yeah. all this stuff that, again, I don't care about. This is all crap. I don't care. It's not interesting to me. Well, I, and the global warming thing is so just just so dumb but one and like the the main the protagonist kid has like autism or something and that kind of like oh yeah there's a big kid bit in that yeah, yeah that's right ends the day is because his kid has autism or something it's just and it's like highly offensive um and there's like tourette's jokes and there's mental health jokes anyways it's it's garbage but but the part that had me on the floor was the predator like jumps into the back of a truck 
where there's like a soldier, right? And then there's a soldier driving the truck. So the predator like kills the soldier in the back of the truck. And so the driver's like, hey, Tommy, are you okay back there? And the predator grabs the dead soldier's hand and, and like, uh, you know, puts it in through the window so the driver can see it. And the hand has like the thumb up, like thumbs up. And then the driver's like, hey, man, that's all right. You're looking good. And then that's so it's like this comedy bit in your predator movie and it's just it's so awkward and so stupid so but my joke was is like so on the predator planet are there like stand-up comedian predators who failed <laughs> being a comic and so they go into the hunting business and that was that was that was the stand-up comic predator that <laughs> that failed his bit or do you failed- think he was like do i do a middle finger Oh, oh, no, yeah. I'll I like how having a cultural understanding to know a yeah. thumbs up is the way you, well, that, you like, show approval. Well, and, and so then in my mind, I'm picturing it's like, so there's a predator sitting in the back of the truck laughing. Like, so I picture a predator like <laughs> chuckling and this fucking guy. Uh... <laughs> but why didn't it just kill the guy and drive the truck? Is it not able to drive? But okay. it, it, it's, it's beyond it's got those meaty hands. It can't yeah. use a steering wheel with those big meaty predator hands. Okay. Or, you know, maybe I just needed a rest. He was tired. He was like, hey, let's all have this guy chauffeur me to to my next destination. So anyways, yeah, um, uh, that movie is garbage. But um, so it sounds like before this one, each Predator <laughs> movie's gotten worse than the one before. It, uh, it did, yeah. Predator, Predator but, 2. Yeah. So quick rundown. So I, I, I did. I didn't completely hate Alien versus Predator. It, it's not There's two good. of them, right? There's two of them. But Requiem is one of them, right? There's a Requiem. There's one that's PG-13 and really sucks, and then there's one that's radar, and the radar one is like, okay, that's at least closer to what people want. Right? So, yeah. Alien vs. Predator is PG-13, which Ugh. is directed by Paul Anders? Paul W. The guy who- W.S. Anderson? Yeah, Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah, sure. But it's PG-13, and it's actually, I mean, it's not really terrible it's not really good either but that, again, all the all that guy's movies are in that it's not yeah. terrible but it's not very good you know but but the main character is it's a female scientist she's not completely helpless throughout the whole movie she she uses her brain and wits to kind of get through it and, and it has lance harkinson so that's a positive as usual um but then yeah alien vs predator requiem or whatever that is terrible just boring and and stupid and it's really just like a teen drama movie with a predator in it um so anyways yeah and then there's the predators which we talked a little bit about and then the predator but that's right so anyways long story short i give prey four stars okay i'll bump that up a half a half of predator skull i have four and a half (laughs) um i can't quite go five stars just for no particular reason i just didn't like it wasn't transcendently good i guess and i didn't love some of the cgi shots they just weren't lovely um but otherwise it this is a movie that's in some ways high concept but it's just so well executed it absolutely does what you expect the movie to do in a way that's good it's not a problem that it's mostly predictable it's just executed at such a precise level and it doesn't waste time with superfluous crap like there's just none of it everything's there and you you're with the character straight up from the beginning you understand what she's going to what her goals are there's a narrative arc script is really really good the action is excellent it's really really fun the setting it works all it all it's all works really really well so that, that's me four and a half stars what about you a little bit i give me. it i give it four and a half because the predator punched a bear in the face <laughs> and then lifted it over while blood drained on top of it so that's four and a half stars for me okay <laughs>
Uh, okay, should we quick do our five degrees of field of dreams? Ben? Let's do it. Peter, uh, Peter, he likes he likes this bit too much. He didn't want to participate. He wants to just listen. So, yeah. thanks for sparing me because yeah. I did not prepare. I, I'll I'll start. I, this is actually kind of hard because there isn't like any sort of famous actors in this movie at all. Most of them uh, are very per- new first time. Like Dakota Beavers is the older brother, and he's like got no credits whatsoever. I um, think Mid Thunder's probably she's probably gonna be in a bunch of stuff now. I, I assume she's gonna. Oh, this be guy, yeah, a big star. I would assume so. Yeah. Yes. But I picked a guy named Mike Patterson. He's the big big guy with the beard, the big French dude with the beard. Uh, he's like the main French guy. Um, he was in a movie, Punisher Warzone. Oh, I don't yeah. remember this movie. Did you see this, Pete? I have seen. I've seen it's it. actually really, really fun. I mean, it's kind of dumb, but it's knowingly dumb and it's knowingly fun. Yeah, it's surprising. It's surprisingly not bad. Like it's. I mean, it's not. You know, a master. They haven't made a good Punisher movie, have they? I would call this a good Punisher movie. Okay. I, I, I need to see it then. I haven't. I seen wouldn't it. ever be. Able, I mean, to me, it's as good as you could make a Punisher movie. I Punisher is a concept that is really boring to me and not that interesting. Because they don't really want to deconstruct Punisher, they just want to show him murdering scumbags. The Netflix show was okay, or yeah, it was a Netflix show. It's all right. I, I didn't see this, but it's got um, I don't even remember the main guy is an actor. I don't even know, but like the villain is the guy from The Wire, um, the main yeah. white McNulty. Yeah, Super. there we go. Um, and yeah, so and he's very very camp and silly and nonsensical. Um, it's not quite like Tim Burton Batman, but it's it's in this kind of like unreal space. Is it R-rated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very violent in a cartoonish, fun, silly way. Um, it okay. is kind of really violent in a way. Yeah. It's, oh, it's it's very violent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not boring. You won't be bored by it. I, I mean, okay. You may not well, know, but you won't be like, this is really dull. Well, uh, Wayne Knight is in that movie, Newman, apparently. Yep. Okay. He is. He's the gun. He's the arms dealer for for Punisher. He helps get him a oh, bunch yeah. of weapons, um, all the crazy weapons he use. Yep. He's in he's in JFK. Uh, Lori Metcalf is in JFK as well. Um, she's in Uncle Buck, one of Ben's favorites. It's great. And Gabby Hoffman and um, uh, the wife from Field of Dreams. They're both in that. And Uncle Buck. Oh yeah, she's Buck's girlfriend. Gotcha. Well, so interestingly enough, Eric, we, I mean, so I, I went with Amber Midthunder because she does have some credits. She has got a small role in Hell or High Water. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So that was my first trip out, Hell or High Water. And a guy named Ben Foster's in that movie. Um, and he's in the, a much worse Punisher movie, the 2004 one with John Travolta. I mean, that movie is so terrible. Um, that movie has like no redeeming traits whatsoever. <laughs> we both went with a different Punisher movie. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, but John Travolta is the bad guy, and again, he's terrible. I, you know, you and I disagree on how good of a jo- actor John Travolta is, but he's definitely bad in in Punisher. I don't think you'd watch Punisher and say, "Wow, that guy did a great job." Um, but he's in Pulp Fiction, um, with the big brains on Brett. Uh, he's in Field of Dreams. That's my route. Pete, anything else you want to say about Prey before Ben reveals what movie we're doing next week? Um, no, I think we got it pretty much covered. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless you want to talk about rollerball, but <laughs> what would you, what would you, what would your move be against a predator? Predator shows up, you're out watering your lawn and he shows up and he's just the clicking sound. What's your move? Do you uh, just like say, don't kill me. You run. 
do you say kill me now like what what, what are you going with with a weird accent that nobody yeah. understands you might know it <laughs> kill me now you know, outside of running out of complete fear, I mean, I guess if I didn't have a weapon on me, he technically wouldn't fight me, right? I mean, I, unless... I would try to look as as weak and pathetic as possible because yeah, like... he wants a challenge, right? He doesn't want to just go, like, punch a baby. He wants to have an actual fight. He wants somebody <laughs> to fight back. So I just try to look weak and meek. What, what are you going to do? I mean, Eric, you're tough. Obviously, you would just punch the predator. The predator's head would explode. Well, we know, we know the predator doesn't do well with traps. So you could start just start setting traps. You, you know. So you're so worried about a predator that you're just setting random traps. Yeah, I think I might start it. Don't, don't go to Eric's house, Ben. Whatever you do, don't go. <laughs> I feel bad well, for his kids. Hopefully nobody's sleeping over. Jeez. I wouldn't know the first thing in making a trap. So. I know. I know. <laughs> it's not a very useful skill if a predator shows up. Oh, hey, can you give me like? Can you give Time me a few weeks here, and I'm gonna set some traps. Time out. I gotta lift some boulders. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> I need a training montage. No, I mean, what what are you gonna do if you're not an actual fighter, or even if you are, like, just you try to look as mud. You gotta find mud. You're good yeah. if you just cover yourself in mud. It's true. Or find that that flower that will make you look like uh, you're, you know, not alive. I don't know what that was actually, but I handle being cold for a while. That's fine. I just shiver for however long that lasts. But yeah, that, I mean, that's the only option if you're an actual person, not a fictional movie character. Um. Yeah. I, would, I would just give the predator your address, Eric. Like, <laughs> oh, he's a real tough guy. He's so text, strong. Let me text it to you. Go. Here's your directions. Oh. Here's an alpha male for you to fight. All right. Uh, well, I'll skim some coffee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to watch some predator movies, Predator? You can see some of your buddies get murdered. You see how that went for them? Yeah, not good options. Um. Well, are the are you guys ready to try and guess the next movie? Let's do it. All right, Peter, jump in whenever you want. I made a very last-second change because I, uh, you know, I saw. Well, I saw this movie was leaving Netflix the end of August, so I switched my from the last. Gray uh, Man, we're doing Gray Man. Oh wait, no, that just came out. No, that'll be on Netflix forever. I think. Is it like a newer movie or older movie? We'll see. So I'll start with the first clue: is 1983 when it was released, and it's leaving Netflix. Yes. Which probably does not. That does not help. I mean, I mean, it's enough to narrow it down. I'm, I'm going to move on to clue number two. It came out in 1983. Correct. Okay. Uncle Buck. It's not Uncle Buck. <laughs> um, maybe someday. This movie made 21 million at the box office in 1983, which I'm sure will really help you guys. So not, not super popular. Yeah, not a giant hit. Nope. It's not a giant hit, but it, we'll but say, in '83, that's a that's a decent a chunk back. of it money. It made a little bit of money. It was a, I mean, it was a net positive, but it was not a big hit. Well, All right. Sorry, just pumped. Would Prey have been a big hit box office if it had come out in the theater? Yes. You think? Yes, it would have made money. Yes. Okay. What? Sorry. Continue. It cost a ton to make either because there wasn't. You know what I mean? It's. I mean, there's special effects and whatnot, but I, I would I would bet it didn't cost more than probably like 150 million to make. No, yeah, I bet it would have been positive. I don't know if it would have done Top Gun Maverick levels, but it would have. It yeah, would have. Seriously, guys, who would have thought that? Uh, they just made that movie really great. I don't know. It was way better than I would ever expect a sequel to Top Gun be. But um, the star of this movie, third clue, is a fella named Keith Gordon. I got Keith, nothing. Keith Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Not a real popular household name. Didn't think that would help. I'm, I, I'm get, the next two are going to get a lot more helpful, I think. He's the star of the movie? Yeah, he's the lead. 
Flame in the Cube. No, it's Christian Slater. Is it Masters of the Universe? No. That's uh, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is the star. Oh, is it? Courtney okay. Cox is in it. Um, that's later. I think that's like 88 or 89. Um, but I'd, lo- I'd love to talk about Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I've never it's seen it. That idea. It's... Uh, it's pretty crazy. It make a lot. They make a lot of bold choices in it, Eric. I, I don't think you'd love it, but there's a lot of lot of questionable decisions. Um, clue number four. This is based off of a Stephen King book. It's an adaptation of well, maybe not a book. It's at least adapted from a Stephen King story. I I love a Steve. I I read almost always reading a Stephen King book now. I love a Stephen King. You said you love a Stephen King. Stephen King book, yeah. Stephen King story. What'd you say, Peter? It's Christine, is it? It is Christine. Ha! Good old Carpenter. John Carpenter. Yep, That's a- that was it. I literally typed in John Carpenter, and there were two movies on Netflix. Vampires, which I had zo- no interest in watching, and then Christine, which is... Oh, Vampires. Literally- numbingly boring. Yeah, I liked uh, Vampires. What are you talking about? Yeah, vampires but- is great. God, that's. I guess it's not so bad. It's just it's too much James Woods. Too, it is. <laughs> it is too much James Woods. I remember liking it as a kid, but I've not heard anybody. You you just said more praise for vampires than I've heard anybody ever utter. I like that movie. movie. But I like. I mean, you any the, excited to watch John Carpenter because he hasn't made a movie that I didn't like. Like, did you see Ghosts of Mars? I haven't. I, oh no, I probably did see that. That's isn't Ice Cube in that? Yeah. I think so. A lot of Ice Cube in that movie too. Well, I don't yeah, know I guess period. late period, late period. He, he gets carpet. bad, uh, and I mean, I think he just gets tired and stops caring so much. But I've never seen Christine. I've got a lot of gaps of John Carpenter. I mean, I've seen a lot of his stuff too, but that's one I haven't seen. Have you seen Christine, Eric? Oh yeah, I own it. I I bought it. I early in the pandemic, I bought it. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Well, I haven't seen Christine, so. And rewatch it. And I haven't read the book. I, that's one of his books I haven't read. Okay. The Killer Car is what a great concept. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll talk about the execution. I mean, I, you know, looking forward to watching it and talking about it. Well, okay, Pete. Thanks for joining. It was a real yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. Oh, it was a blast. Yes. Thanks for popping on. It's a real nasty habit you got there. Uh, another Eric, predator. You are one ugly <laughs> motherfucker. You Eric, won. I think you should recite. You should recite the joke on the in the helicopter in the beginning. Oh uh, no, I'm not going to do that. The slack shot. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. The Jesse Ventura. His his lines have not aged great from no, the original Predator. What, what a great vehicle for future governors, Predator. You got two future governors in one movie. Amazing. Yeah. And one, you know, uses a giant minigun to mow down a small village. Which, if that's not a metaphor for running for running, you know, for governor and and being in in the government, I don't know what is. Is that Jesse Ventura's character that does that? Well. Yeah. He, he technically doesn't Sorry. use the minigun. Well, yeah, he does in the beginning, but yeah. he doesn't. It doesn't. I, I exaggerate. I'm sorry. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't mow down the entire village. Just it's it's Bill Duke, right? Bill Duke's the one that mows down the forest with the minigun. But yeah, Ventura gets killed, and then he's because he sees the predator. That's the famous scene where it's like the the eyes flash yellow. Yeah. And then he just like grabs him, and goes, and just mows, and then they all start shooting and. 
take down like half of a jungle. Which I always wondered, I, did they? They must have literally done that because I, that. I, I just watched that movie. I have I have no idea how they did that. Yeah. Unless they like shipped in already dead plants and just fell them for the scene. Are you suggesting they just had real guns and just shot guns into the woods? Hey man, I don't know. It's, it's a great scene nonetheless, but I, I, you know, it's one of those things like, I don't want to know how they made the sausage. I think it's just, you know, it's better left unknown. Yeah. Thanks everybody. (laughs) All right, man. Take it easy.